0: Hi, this is Jackie Phillips.
1: Hi, this is Siva Romain.
0: Welcome to Reset.
1: On Power 91.1 FM Reset, because you
0: deserve deserve
1: it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Reset. Jackie, you look amazing today.
0: Thank you. So
1: do you. How are you today? I'm great. I've got my green gung fu outfit on. Nice. And I see you have another uh, Joelle is that another joelle designs on you, you joelle allen yes very nice yes we can see <laughs> <I love it. laughs> thank I love
0: you i love all the buttons and all the detail that she puts into everything i feel like she made it for me you know
1: and you know we interviewed her on the red carpet and she had some very interesting things to say about her clothing and designs as far as the inspiration behind them i don't know if you remember she was Saying that it's really about women, right, and helping them define their purpose.
0: Yes, reinventing, reimagining, and just really feeling beautiful in anything they wear, which I love wow, because awesome. it really does design for a real woman, you know. So everything fits just right in these shirts. Mm-hmm.
1: That's one of the big things that she was saying, like for tall women mm-hmm. who are shapely, right. It was hard to find the right clothing, so. It's a great opportunity for people.
0: It's true. And I mean, I'm very tall, as you know, and Mm -hmm. I sometimes struggle with like the sleeves being too short or the shoulders not being wide enough. So she's really um, catering to a real woman into different sizes. And Mm -hmm. I feel like everything um, fits just right in the right place, which is great.
1: (laughs) That is great.
0: (laughs) It brings your waist in. She has, you know, the way it's designed, like you feel like. It hides just what it needs to hide, you know. <laughs> um, it's all good. She, she's really amazing, really So,
1: amazing. So one more time for our new audience or for people who've been listening who are curious about where to find her designs, how can they find Joelle's stuff?
0: So it's Joelle Allen Collection. She has a fabulous Instagram page, which is Joelle Allen Collection, you know, at Joelle Allen Collection. And I... I've said this every time I think we've talked about her, but (laughs) for those who haven't heard me and won't be annoyed. Um, you know, she really does a great job on her Instagram page because she shows you how to wear the shirts with different pieces. So Mm -hmm. with a pair of pants or slacks or a skirt, which is very helpful if maybe you're not sure or maybe like me where I have this amazing mother who is the stylish person in the family, so I've, uh, I always have a little help in that department, let's just say
1: that. Very cool, very cool. Well, we have an amazing guest today. We have somebody who's going to not only bring the style, but bring the beat and the heat. We have the one, the only, the... Drummer himself, the percussionist of the world, Pablito Drum. Let's welcome to Reset. Woo! Welcome, Pablito. Nice. <laughs> <Well, guys.
2: Hola. laughs> grateful, man. I'm I'm happy and excited. You guys look
1: really good. Oh, thank, thank you. you, thank you. Good you thank too. You in that
0: warm weather.
1: Yeah. Right? Pablito Very joins nice. us from Miami, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah.
1: yeah. So, One of
0: my favorite places in the world.
1: <laughs>
2: home here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, Papi, how long have you lived in Miami?
2: I've been here for five years. The past five years.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: It's been an amazing journey. You know, I came from uh, Dominican Republic, where I was living for a couple of years before I went to to um, to school here. Mm-hmm. And
1: um, well, yeah. why why don't you tell everybody your whole story? Because you were your mom was a single mom, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. So born in the Dominican Republic, in Puerto Plata, I don't know if you guys Mm know what it is, it's in in the East Coast, and I lived there, I would say, my first uh, 10 years of life, and then we moved to Santiago, which is like the second uh, biggest city in the country, Mm -hmm. and after that, I found my purpose you know i found i didn't know at that time but i found i was connected to music and when i went moved to santiago my my mom decided to uh you know uh, help us taking you know some music lessons but it was something just to uh you know have fun and and do something uh in between school but um it changed my life you know Mm -hmm. playing playing the instrument it was something really special, and and sometimes you don't realize that people, you know, uh, people tell you, okay, you're talented to do this. Mm-hmm. No, like I was just playing for fun, but people were all the time encouraging me to to like make something serious about the drums. So at that moment, I didn't know what to do because I also like wanted to be a baseball player. I liked yeah. to play at that time. Yeah. So, Dominican Republic is very important for people. For like, baseball, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's for sure.
2: Yeah. you're a baseball player, you know, you're something else. So it's it's basically one of the easiest way, easy, I mean, if you make it, but it's one of the easiest way to bring your family out of poverty, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so many people... Uh, you know many many kids with talent they want to be a baseball player and that was Mm -hmm. my dream at that time Mm -hmm. and i spent i would say the first um i don't know the first two years after school when i finished high school i i went to a program for professional uh baseball actually it was with the marlins by the way and uh and it must have been
0: really good
2: yeah yeah i mean i (laughs) I was, I was trying to throw, uh, they wanted me to throw 90 miles per hour and I was throwing like 85. So, so they wanted me to, to bring it higher, Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was playing, I was playing, I think, you know, good. And, but, um, after two years, I didn't get a professional contract and they told me, look, we got to change position. Maybe you can play another, uh, um you know, position, maybe you could be uh, um, infield or outfielder. And, and, uh, you know, I was 19 by that moment, you know, at that moment. And, and I, I had to decide something, you know, I had to take, <clears throat> you know, the hardest decision in my life because my dream was to be a baseball player. Everything was going to be perfect because I was going to have money and fame. Mm. But, um, it didn't work out the same way that I was thinking, so you know it, it was a really hard uh a moment for my for you know my life i didn't know what to do I had to like really stay away from people to find out what I wanted to do in my uh-huh. life and I decided to go back to to college uh to take some time and find out if I could you know make it like that and I spent like another year in college but I didn't like it, I didn't feel it. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, this is not, this is not what I feel I need to do, you know? And music was on the side. I didn't see it as something serious because sometimes people see music and, you know, in my family, they, they didn't want me to be a musician. They think if you want to be a musician, it's just to drink and go out and, and have fun, but not something serious. I don't know if you guys feel, you know, feel what I'm saying, but- we do. Uh, yes So, so, but for me was something that if I wanted to be a musician, I wanted to be the best, you know, I could be, and, and I wanted to really spend time with the instrument. And when I decided to, you know, make the step, my mom was not happy about it. She wanted me to stay in in college and, and, you know, my friends, everybody was saying that I was crazy.
1: Cause you were dropping out of school.
2: Yeah, I was. I was not, you know, failing it. I was like, man, this, this is not what I'm, what I, you know, came to this world to do. Mm-hmm. And I started practicing ten hours a day when wow. I was a drummer. And and I only had a bike. I had to ride my bike from my home to the place where I was practicing, which which it was a basement that a friend let me use. And his mom was all the time. Every time she saw me in the basement, she was telling me, "Oh God, you're crazy. You're wasting your time. Wow. You're, you have to go back to school. You're wow. in your life. Oh my God, this kid and this and that." And that was that I have to deal with every day for wow. then, I would say, three years maybe.
1: Did it make you want to give up at sometimes?
2: everybody wanted like you know to to make me realize that i was wrong and i was like man i i just don't want to do something wrong i just want to do something that i love to do Mm -hmm. and i want to do it right Uh. so um after three or five years i would say my name started being recognized and people started calling me to perform you know play with different bands in my country so um, you know, things started changing for me. You know, I started making some money in the beginning. It wasn't too much. Like I, I would have a gig like every month or every two months, but I didn't quit, you know? And, and let me tell you guys, it's really hard when you're trying to do something in life. And, and, and for example, the people that are around you, for example, my friends, they, they were already graduated. They had, they, you know, they had a home, they had a car. And and you know you're comparing yourself with what you're doing, so I would say the first thing you shouldn't be doing is comparing yourself with others. Right, we all have good. yeah, we all have different times, different timings for things to happen, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something later about that, just to show you why you shouldn't be comparing yourself. You know, with other people, and 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 another thing that I would say is important is not to like feel uh, uh, bad about other other people's success. Mm. You know, like my best friend was a, a banker; he is a banker or, 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 um, still now, and and he was re- he is really successful. And it was, you know, for anyone it could be hard to be a, a musician and just making I don't know maybe five hundred dollars. Month when my friend was making a lot of money, you know? Yeah. My friend, I mean, and we never, I mean, he never, he will never make me feel bad about what I was doing. He was always encouraging me, you know? He was always telling mm-hmm. me, you have to keep going, man. That's what you love and just keep going. Uh, but uh, it's a different timing for people like, you know, who decide to go on their arts road, you know? It's yeah. I mean, and, and, uh, I I would say that I spent maybe the first eight years of, you know, since I decided to be a musician. The first eight years was, you know, just about that. I decided to um, create a school. I was teaching. I was performing with different people. I was, you know, getting my name out there. People were hearing about me. People liked the way I was playing. But, um during those eight years, I wanted to find my voice. That was the main thing that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. I was learning from professionals and like, you know, the the top drummers around the world. But mm-hmm. I didn't. I felt that I was a copy of them. Like mm-hmm. I was learning from, from them, but I wasn't Pablito, Pablo. Mm-hmm. You know? So um, I decided to go deeper in my music and my rhythms. And I started, you know, learning my traditions like Dominican rhythms and, and I, you know, became a, a, a better musician and a unique musician because I was learning my traditions. So mm-hmm. when when nine years passed, I got the opportunity to audition for Berklee College of Music mm-hmm. in Boston. Wow. I've, I've never traveled to the U.S. before that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even have a visa or an, an opportunity to come to the U.S. And um, I... Um, decided to i mean my mom was telling me you should you know apply for that audition like you should send your your music your ideas and they picked me and they picked like 20 musicians and they posted on the newspaper to audition live and they were, were going to choose only one to go to berkeley school of music in boston um when i went there they decided that they have found so much talent that they decided to give five scholarships so i won the first scholarship to go to boston wow. and at the age of 30 years old
1: wow 30 years old yeah, yeah. you look 30 now are though <laughs> how old <are> you?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, how I am now but i'll grow probably- Wow. <laughs> so so you you see it was really hard and but
1: so from 19 to 30 you just sacrificed put your time and energy in
2: yeah yeah wow
1: so it didn't, it for, didn't come easy
2: 10 years with right, riding a bike 10 years of you know people people calling me crazy you know 10 years of like uh you know asking myself if i was doing the, the right thing mm-hmm the wrong thing but i had a fire in my heart there was something in me that kept me going i will never feel like you know depressed or like you know that i wanted to give up it was something inside of me that and i still have it you know every day i wake Mm -hmm. up this morning i practice two hours on my drums and i i'll i never stop i love what i do and 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 you know I I always say that people pay me for doing what I love to do,
1: you know? (laughs) That's a nice thing, right?
2: Right now, yeah. It's a dream to live like that. They pay me flights. I have to travel. I have to... uh, We went to Cancun uh, uh, recently. We went to... uh, um, um, I went to Colorado. I've never Mm -hmm. been there. I went to Colombia. Man, I've been traveling a lot this year this year and and you know people pay me and and it's a dream but it too it was really hard for me in the beginning sure. to get, you know this way
1: so now you got your scholarship you're at berkeley what happens when you get to berkeley is it easy is it fun i mean your mom's happy you're going to college right yeah,
2: yeah. i do know after that everything changed because i was in the newspaper and everybody in my country knew about it and one of the the most famous artist in my country. His name is Juan Luis Guerra. He went to that school. So people knew that Uh, something was about to happen because, you know, that's one of the most famous uh, international schools of music. So uh, it was my dream to go to that, you know, college, but I never had uh, the opportunity to do it. Like I didn't have a a visa to go and audition, but um, that's something that I know... Uh, for not nobody told me that that's something that i know for uh, uh, my own experience mm-hmm. when you dream when you work hard to do something don't worry of, about what's gonna happen later how it's gonna be possible this and that everything is gonna be at the right time you understand? yes sir
1: yes sir absolutely
2: people yeah. ask why do you practice that much why do you put so much you know, work into your plane and you spend like, sometimes it's 10 in the night and I'm practicing, but you know, uh, uh, sometimes they call me to do auditions and when I get there, I get the job and I get, you know, the opportunity to be playing in amazing gigs. Like for example, right now, I'm playing with the Miami Heat.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, how cool.
2: he called me because they wanted to have percussion during the games. And for the the opening, with the when the players come out, they wanted to have someone just playing timbales and all that. And it was only going to happen for four games. And they decided to put me an official drummer for the Miami Heat because it was so amazing what I was doing wow. and having so much fun. Wow! Cool.
1: Congratulations, my friend.
2: Congratulations. So you. you know. Yeah, it's the sacrifice. It's the worst, the, the hours that you put together to make it happen, you know? And people ask, mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I'm tired. So I practiced when I was young, this and that. But I never, you know, I never give up. I keep going. Mm-hmm. I keep going. I will never stop until my last breath.
0: Wow. How did you originally know, though? Like, I'm sure our audience is curious about this, too. Because, you know, you, you went after the call on your life. Yeah. But- How did you know that was the call because yeah, you liked music, but obviously there was something inside of you that was like, I'm going to do music, but I'm going to do drums. Like what made you even pick drums?
2: Well, in the beginning, like I said, it was something that I wanted to do um, just for fun, you know, and I I was good doing it and, and, uh, you know, people liked it and, uh, uh, you know, I felt that it wasn't something so hard for me to do. But later, I, I, I found out when I was in college, trying to 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 go back to college, that I spent eight hours on the drums and I couldn't spend one hour studying in college. Wow. Yeah.
0: You, because, you know, as a musician, you're definitely a conduit to spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, God's coming through you. Yeah. So do you remember or recall that moment where you were just like 100% certain because you must have been to work for nine years and never give up because most people would have given up in six months. They'd been like, well, this is a wrap. I'm not, this isn't happening for me. I need to do something else. You obviously had a strong call and you knew, you know? And
2: I I still have, let me tell you, when I won the scholarship, I had to sell my car and everything I had to go back to to make it to Berkeley because they they paid me everything in tuition, but I had to make sure that I was uh, taking care of my housing and everything else. Yeah. So, you know, I had to make uh, uh, the way that I could, you know, spend my time there. I spent two years without working, just, you know, practicing every day from 9 in the morning until 12 in the night. Uh, and wow. going, going to classes, like I will never stop. My friends we, used to call me to say, hey, we have a party. We have this and that. I will never go to anywhere just to the practice room because it was it was an opportunity for me. And sometimes people work hard for something. And then when they get it, they're like, okay, I have it. But they don't mm-hmm. get the most out of it. Mm-hmm.
0: I think you're most successful when you surpass the opportunity and take it to victory. Yeah. yeah like yeah. great i have this opportunity but you want to be the best yeah and in order to be that it is practice every day and
2: yeah and and let me tell you, Jackie, that's something that people um uh like sometimes they don't know how to deal with um with the talent like for example to give you a story behind it my friends that started playing drum set with me they were all better than me mm-hmm. my friends who started like playing when i was back in dominican republic they were faster than me they were learning rhythms even better than me i couldn't like mm-hmm. even understand how they learned the things so fast but mm-hmm. i kept going and right now those friends they are not drummers they don't play anymore
1: yeah um, so it's about, that happens a lot
2: yeah and it's a, a it's about keep going you know it's about endurance yeah mm-hmm.
1: perseverance
2: yeah, yeah. you, you have and many people think and and this is something we have to be careful with because talented people are the most people who drop yeah before they get to the to the goal
0: because yeah. it comes too easy sometimes yeah. you have to work really hard you appreciate
2: yeah. it uh-huh. some, some students that i have right now they work so hard to learn something basic and the students that are talented they learn it quick and they they don't want to keep playing they just want to do something else because it was easy for them. Even when I'm playing, they say, "Oh, I, I see what you're doing." They understand, but mm-hmm. those that really love playing and and sometimes they're not the most talented. They they just want to keep going. They tell me, "Oh, I need to practice more because this is not easy for me." Right. At the end of the day, one thing that I will say to people out there to keep in mind: it's not about how faster you learn it. It's about no matter how much time it takes you to get there,
1: you will get it. Yeah. But you have to persevere. You have to work through the difficulties. Yeah, yeah. Speaking Um, of of difficulties, you just had an experience recently. After 40 years of not knowing who your father was, you just met him, right?
2: Yeah, I just met him on Saturday. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's something that just... Uh, shake my world, you know, finding out about him and, and, and that I have eight brothers that I don't know. Wow. Something my mom never spoke about him. She, I would never ask. I, I, I was like, you know, in peace. I was, you know, just living my life. And when people ask me, I say, you know, I never met my father. I don't know about him. I don't know where he is, but I have announced that, that she was trying to find out about him and she found him and she called him and she, she found out that he's a pastor for 20 years
1: wow oh.
0: and,
2: and and uh you know he's working with kids and helping kids with uh, autism and and kids that are not um uh you know that that don't have a um a home or 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 uh, you know parents that are that are not the best example for them they they're helping those kids and one of my sisters she she works in new york for the city um you know taking care of the kids that are not um uh in the right environment like you know they they Mm -hmm. take the kids away from the places yeah so 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 i'm working with kids now and and i understand that nothing happens for coincidence you know no Paul, it's a spirit. It's something that is in the in the ADN. I would say, you know, and an
0: appointment.
2: Yeah, and he was asking me for forgiveness. Like he was asking me that he he wasn't there and it was his choice. And he knew he knows that it was really you know something wrong he did. But I told him that there is no hate in my heart. You know, I don't have space or time for you know. Keeping things inside of me, like life keeps going. You know, he did something wrong. He's, he's, uh, uh, um, you know, he's, he he wants to apologize. So you know, for me, that's the best thing he can do. And I hope he can, you know, uh, 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 overcome that feeling that he has. And I told him, you know, everything happens for a reason. Maybe if I would live with you since I was born, I would never have the courage to live my life the way that I'm mm. living
0: yeah
1: wow it's profound so 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 when you did you now your mom is your mom still alive
2: yeah my mom lives in in dominican republic
1: so did you did you growing up you never asked her about him you weren't curious when you saw the other kids playing with their fathers it didn't bother you you never... never
2: never i was i was like you know this is the way it needs to be and i'm grateful for my friends and their parents because most of my friends they had uh, the most amazing example like their, their their fathers were the best ever so i felt part of the of their families like you know i'll never like i said you know that's something that i could probably never learn it was in my heart all the time but if people cannot feel that way they need to change that you need to not feel bad about others people, you know, success or the good things that are happen, happening to other people, because taking it back from where I said that I was going to tell you why you shouldn't be mm-hmm. feeling bad is because now all my friends that were, you know, uh, making money and being successful when I was right, dry, uh, riding my bike, uh, now they want to change lives. They they tell me, man, you travel yeah. so, now I want to be you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Sure. So, you went
0: up to your dreams.
2: so yeah, now now they say, like, you know, I have to work eight hours a day doing this and that, and I wish I could be doing what I love. Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, so it took me 10 years to, to get to Berkeley, and then after that, it's been 10 more years. I'm about to turn 40, the twenty-ninth in this month.
1: Happy birthday, my friend.
2: Thank you, thank you. So So, so what do you
1: think is the number one secret to people who, who want to live the dream as hard as it is to choose that path versus, you know, the path that's most comfortable. I would say, what is the number one quality they need to have?
2: I would say that keep going, never give up. That's the first thing you have to, like, no matter what you see, you have to keep going. You have to put the eyes on the, your eyes on the, on the, on the goal not in mm-hmm. the situations that you have in front of you. Mm. I would say that that's the main thing, because like I said, I have friends that were more talented than me, people that are amazingly talented, but now they don't play drum set, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and and that's sad because, you know, they, 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 sh- they have shared with me that they are missing something. There's something empty in their lives. And I tell them, look, you should buy a drum set, go to the store, buy it and just play on Sundays but do it you know you have to be around your I mean a gift is something that doesn't come from nothing I mean yes a a gift is something that God is sharing with you but not to you to put it away you know we all have a different call we are we all have a different uh gift and and we have to use it we have to understand that this is not something and I understand now that it's, it wasn't for me. It's something that I needed to to build so I could help and inspire o- other people.
0: Mm-hmm. It's to share with others because when yeah. you share a gift with others, yeah. they're going to yeah. share what they learn with others and that's yeah. how you change people's lives.
2: Yeah. You know? So I I I um go to stores and I go to places where I can sit down on a drum on a drum set and people like, when I realize I have, like, 10 people around me watching me playing and, and, and you know, I would do something like, you want to sit down here? I want to teach you something, you know? I would will, I will encourage people to play. They would say, like, no, man, you're, you're a professional. I cannot play after you. But I would say, no, you <laughs> can play like me if you want. You can just keep practicing, you know? And I would choose people around me and, and let them see it and, and teach them something basic. You know, Mm -hmm. because it's not about me. It's not about how fast I can play. How good can I be? Like, if I use that just for my own purpose, you know, it it wouldn't be the the right thing to do.
0: You know what I love that you said too earlier is that your success came once you started playing, like, where you're from.
2: Yeah. And you kind of yeah. went
0: home, went full circle, realized that yeah. that's what was really in you, and that's what people loved the most. So yeah. you, were your, you were your unique self, and that is what made you successful. I mean, not just that, but of course. Uh, yeah. one of no, those you're, them. Yeah. you're right. Let, cool.
2: me, let me tell you, many people are ashamed or afraid to be who they are. Mm-hmm. you know they come from a country or from a place and they don't understand that everything happens for a reason that's what really makes them different than others so that's why i'm not afraid to you know be around my heroes let me tell you when i went to berkeley the first day i i went there they make they do an audition to the students to see their level and to see what lessons and what uh, ensembles they should be playing with mm-hmm. and and I did my audition in front of one of my heroes. Matt Mangini was a drummer that I only had the chance to see on videos and on on magazines. And the guy was in front of me. And when I was playing my rhythms and all what I was doing in the audition, he said, this is one of the most amazing auditions that I've seen in my life.
1: Wow. I
0: have chills.
1: Wow.
2: You see, so I was like, man, Mike Mangini, and later we became friends. Mm -hmm. He ended up making a a paragraph about my video because Berkeley decided to record a DVD about my playing, teaching how I play Dominican rhythms on the drum set. And it's been the first DVD sold around the world about the Dominican rhythms on the drum set. In in, in, in you know, in a, a person that was already a student because I wasn't even uh, uh, out of school. I mm-hmm. was, it was my second semester when they decided to do that.
0: Wow.
1: Wow. So life purpose, what would you say your life purpose is?
2: I, I would say that, um, um, you know, it took me years to understand that, you know? It took me many years to realize what I what I should you know be doing and because sometimes you think it's this or that but at the end of the day right now in the program that I'm involved with um, guitars over guns we teach in middle schools and we um, our goal is to change uh, their environment the the kids environment the the, you know the violence take it out from schools and, and we think we believe that that's the, the, the age where we can, they, they, like we can make a, in, an impact, where we can yeah. you know, really make a change. Uh, we don't think it's too late after that, but we think that's the age where we can really make an impact on them. So mm-hmm. um, the music is a bridge that we use to, to speak with them. I have friends, like I, I've shared with you, um, see I have a student that he lost his mom. And after that, he will never be the same kid. And now the program and he's learning how to play drums. Sometimes he tells me, I don't want to go home. I just want to stay with you here learning. He's a 10-year-old year kid. Aww. You see? So that's that's my, my main goal. When I teach kids, I teach them drum set, but I see drum set as a bridge to talk to them and to inspire them. Some of these kids, they are full of... Uh, maybe you know they are afraid. They are you know they are uh, scared about life. They don't know if they're really talented or if they want to be successful. Because we're all we're all looking for something to be special, mm-hmm. be unique.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: And 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 sometimes we look it out you know outside of us, but it's inside. And you know sometimes we don't have people around us who tell us. You know, yeah. you're you're special. I'm proud of you. You know, they need to hear. Yeah. That. Right. And that's so think, are
1: you are you one of the founders of this program?
2: I'm 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 one of the mentors. The founder of this program, he his name is Chad Bernstein. He lives here in Miami, is a trombone player, um, uh, graduated in U- University of Miami, and he started this program eight years ago. But
1: why is it called G- guitars and guns?
2: Guitars over guns. Guitars so, over guns. Yeah. So so they decided to teach guitar to the students, and and the the program grown have grown so much that now we have arts, we have rap, we have piano, we have mm-hmm. guitars, we have drums, and and I teach not only drums, but I teach them in buckets. So I have them all playing buckets together, like eight kids. Oh, how
0: fun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's really fun. It's really fun, and we. <laughs> Oh, we play songs. Right now, uh, last week, we had a, a concert at um, Balling Chain. It's a really nice play, uh, place here in Calle Ocho. And uh, we we perform Seven Nation Army with the kids playing buckets and guitars and bass and singing. It's an amazing experience.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Can, you, can you play a little bit for us? I is, could. Is that possible? I, Do you have your I, drums with you?
2: I, I don't have it here with me, but I could probably... Uh, go and, and and find it if you guys give me a minute.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you too long. <laughs> nope. Good. <ahead>.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it really great stuff on huh, Jackie. Like if you think about everything he shared so far, you know perseverance, determination, sticking with your goals. You know I have an idea uh, that I share quite often about this principle of ten years. They say that whatever you do for 10 years or more, you become an expert in. And I mean, what a greater, what a great example uh, for those of us that are, are paying attention to that, right? How he yeah. persevered for 10 years. I mean, that's a long time. You're watching other people succeed. You're seeing yeah. life kind of go by. You're mm-hmm. you know, 30 years old. You're not like a young kid anymore, you know?
0: And you miss out on the things your friends already did, like marriage, kids, house, cars, pets
1: right you're getting started later in life with many of those things he talked about riding his bike for those 10 years yeah (laughs) yeah i think it's just that alone right
0: yeah that alone is i loved also that he spoke about his dad because he gave you know how we always say and i say in the book forgiveness equals freedom and Mm -hmm. he gave his dad freedom Mm
1: -hmm. in in your book
0: yeah reset I say yes and reset <laughs> which is coming
1: out this fall
0: But it's going out this fall yes i i do always say that forgiveness equals freedom and he gave his dad that freedom by forgiving yeah. you know yeah some people are uniquely already set on the inside with like living on that vibration of gratitude and you can tell that Publito lives there
1: oh yeah i mean in his whole bad. life he, he talked about it from being a child right
0: yeah yeah so for him, it was a no brainer, hmm. but what's great is he is working with these children and he'll teach them that. And that's a right. great way to live.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and what a gift for his father, you know, here you are not part of your son's life, but, you know, to have your son grow up and to accomplish all the things he's accomplished and to be such a great young man, it's got to be quite a feeling.
0: I know. I wonder if they'll start working together.
1: Possibly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question to ask him when he comes back.
0: Yeah, I, mm. I have to feeling a they will because they're very aligned. Mm-hmm.
1: I think you know, some drums
0: is, coming. You hear
1: some drums? I think so. Yeah, we're back. Welcome back, Pablito.
2: I'm back again alive. First, I want to show you the DVD, my DVD that is being sold around the world. Oh, great. Wow.
1: Is that a lessons DVD?
2: Yeah, it's a lesson DVD. It's a 45 minutes of lessons of how you play, how I got my independence, and and, you know, uh, how I applied my own rhythms on the drum set. So anybody that is interested in taking their drumming to another level, they can get this DVD. The name is New World Drumming.
0: Would you say, Pablito, would you say that you're famous for your own particular sound?
2: yeah yeah I yeah. would say that one yeah. of the things is that when I went to Berkeley, I um, expanded my my vocabulary, mm-hmm. so I learned about the the traditional rhythms from Africa and Ghana and uh, from Brazil and from South America. so what I did was to apply the same concepts that I was doing with the Dominican rhythms yeah to do it with the other styles. That's why when I play, I could, you know, move from, let's say a samba rhythm to a Dominican rhythm and then to an African rhythm in one song. Wow. So so that's what I do um, most of the time. And also the independence, that's that's why uh, many people uh, know me for because I, I can play like different rhythms with my feet and different rhythms with, with my hands. So that's, that's basically what I do.
0: It's like, yeah, I, you have, can, yeah. I don't mean to compare it like this, but maybe for someone who doesn't understand music, this would make sense as like a good analogy. It's like you have such an, a great understanding, like it's just so ingrained in you. It would almost be like how Latin is the umbrella of a language, and then you have all those other languages that fall under it. And although they're different, they still flow.
2: Yeah, know? yeah. So it's yeah. like
0: th- that. It's like your main language is like in your brain, and you know it, and it's a certain rhythm. And then all those other rhythms are under it, which is just the different languages, yeah. which in are different sounds from you know different parts of the world. It's but- really really interesting
2: for example you can go on youtube and type pablito drum with uh berkeley and you will find a video of me playing with the berkeley big band when i was in school playing Mm -hmm. a jazz tune in merengue Mm -hmm. and it's an amazing uh uh uh, uh, concept where we are playing uh autumn leaves that is a famous song for for jazz but with another type of rhythm
0: Mm -hmm. i love it
1: yeah. Jackie had a very interesting question while you stepped away Okay. about whether or not you and your dad would ever join forces because you both seem to have a passion to help children.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The first thing he, he told me is to take some time and think about it since, you know, we, uh, haven't spent time together before that, yeah. you know, I don't want to put ideas inside of you or say something that might, you know, make you think or feel that i want you to do this or that but think about it and uh he has a an university for um for, for pastors and also where he has the school for the kids and he told me you know this place you can use it anytime you want and i wish you can you know uh uh you know put together some some curses and, and you know classes and and work for with the kids and you know, this place is yours. That, that's why. He is said, that
1: in Dominican Republic? What is that in Dominican Republic or Miami?
2: The, he lives ten minutes away from where I live. Wow! In
1: Miami. <laughs> wow! Small we didn't,
2: world. We didn't know, and, and, and I've been here for five years, and I just found found out. Wow! That, you, that's, could
0: have, you could have seen him at the store like ten times. That
2: yeah, I, I told him.
1: Amazing. It,
2: it, Maybe we were uh, driving behind each other, like we don't yeah. even. Yeah. We he's 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 taking one um to go to his uh place. Mm-hmm. He's coming out of the turnpike the next exit. I'm I'm taking wow. the 10 and he's taking the 13. So we're we're like 10 minutes away. That's think crazy. Of how
0: many times you both rode past each other's exit yeah. or house and you didn't even
2: know it? I, I always say that that God is so funny.
0: He okay. is funny. He
1: me. is funny sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> there are no accidents, my it friend. No accidents.
0: Yeah, but you know, it, that goes back to what you were talking about earlier, Pablito, with timing. You may not have been ready to meet him until this time because yes. you were being prepared for your call in such a way yeah. that now you could join forces because you're so aligned with each other that it might make your transition smoother to getting to know each other because you have so much in common you know, yeah. with
2: the children. Yeah, you're right. And another thing that I see is that many people are fighting with themselves inside and they have so much anger mm-hmm. and forgive. And, and, and like I said to him, you know, this might be an example for many people that even live with their parents and they don't forgive, for, forgive one little thing that, that somebody said. Yeah did you know for me it's like this was a test to see what level i am because i mm-hmm. say and i believe in in christ and 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 i talk about you know god and this and that but how do you like i think it's not what you say i think it's the way you act mm-hmm. in, sure.
0: and so sure. so how you would you act? The house come home but if it, you're not showing those actions living it yeah, yeah.
2: So, 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 what are your works when you have this kind of situation? You have someone next to you, and we're we're human. You know, we make mistakes, and we we react at something like something happens to us, and we don't even think about it. And Mm -hmm. and you know, we bring that something can bring something bad out of us. But but, Mm -hmm. you know, when I sat down and I spoke with my wife and I asked her, look, this is the situation. I you know, I'm gonna meet my father, and and my wife. uh had a really sad situation because she met her father when she was 16 and he was about to die wow. so, so so you know for for she told me look just enjoy it wow you know?
0: oh what good advice wow.
2: yeah just just use the time that wow. you can use with him you know talk to him and you guys so should, your
1: your wife didn't know who her dad was either until she was no, 16. She, she didn't know
0: wow wow yeah. No. You know, I said while you were away. Yeah. You, one of the things I talk about in my book, Reset, that's coming out in the fall, is forgiveness equals freedom. And you live. You can just tell that it's just in you. You were born this way. You have a heart of gratitude. Yeah. And by you forgiving your dad, you set him free because mm. he's lived this every day all these years of his life. Can you imagine the burden true. on his heart? And he's yeah. a pastor, so he's yeah,
2: a good guy, you know what I mean. He just
0: made you, a you're,
2: t- you're, you're totally right. You, know? it, 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 you don't even know, it's like you're describing him. He was crying, he couldn't even speak when he, he met. He probably wow.
0: hated himself every day of his life. He woke up and yeah. thought, Where is my son? my son? How could I find him? How did I do that?
2: He, he told me that once he quit uh, uh, going you know, pastoring for like six months because he, he felt that he wasn't doing the right thing. Like he, yeah. he, was wow. being, he, he, he was, he had something that he needed to finish. He told me, like, meeting you was the most important thing in my life. Wow. Because yeah. that was something that I, that, that I would never uh, um, feel that I was doing the right thing. It doesn't matter what I was doing for the kids, I knew that there was something wrong within my life. And, and you and, know, uh,
0: you might look like your brothers that you uh, haven't met yet. So then imagine like that next level, right? You're looking at your children who you're wondering, like, does my other son look like them? Would he have something in common with them? Like there's a million thoughts that Pi had every single day of his life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was uh, amazing. I mean, that that's something that really changed my world. And right now, I'm just, you know, getting used to it because, you know, I I'm, I was used to say, uh, you know, I didn't have a father, I, I don't have more brothers, oh. this and that, but this, this oh. is something unbelievable. They got family. Yeah. <laughs> now,
0: how does your mom feel? Because that, that's the other side, right?
2: Did you tell it, her yet? She's, she's not, she's not well, like, you know, she doesn't want to talk to him and she doesn't want, she didn't want me to talk to him, but I said, you know, it's mm. my, you know? and I need to do this so he could be free and continue doing what he's doing. And he has to work on her, on her, you know, forgiveness. He, he is,
0: are you the oldest? Like, would you be the oldest of your brothers? So,
2: I'm, I'm the second one.
0: You're the second one, I got it. Wow. So, well, you, you know, everybody comes to things in their own time. Uh-huh. And yeah. this is your journey because yeah. he's your dad. Yeah.
1: Do you do you believe you can help them heal their relationship? Could you bring them together and help them heal their relationship?
2: So, but I think we need you know to make it have uh, to make it happen smooth. You know, like it, it cannot be something that that course
1: you can't force. force it.
2: Yeah. So, so I'm you know I'm gonna talk to her once in a while. You know, and tell her you know that I met him and you know spend some time and that he's doing well. You know. And see, you know, how I can, how I could be guided to do the right thing, you know. But I think yeah. she needs it, too, because um, she never spoke about him. She, she really, I don't know what happened between them, but I know that, that she, she, you know.
1: There's some pain there. Yeah. She's hurting,
2: yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, knowing what I know about life, I, I understand that, that, you know, she, she shouldn't be living that way neither.
0: Mm-hmm. oh yeah because when you hold that anger on your heart and yeah, on yeah. Your heart,
2: in it takes it, it it
0: you like a prisoner
2: yeah, yeah. and, 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 and I have friends right now that, that have shared with me um, things because I, I've shared this in, in a, a group chat with my friends and, and some of my friends they approach me telling me that they found out that they have other brothers and things like that. And they have, you know, a pain in their heart. Like they cannot forgive their parents or or father that. So this is a great example because they, they, they think like, you know, this is something amazing that you could react that way. And they could, you know, uh, um, uh, take this as an example for their lives. You know, it's really,
1: that's amazing. Pablito, the name of our show is Reset. I mean, obviously, you're going through a major reset right now, just yeah. discovering your father. Uh, what are three tips you would give somebody going through a reset?
2: Um, well, I would say that the first thing in life is not to um, feel that. For example, I don't feel attached to anything in life.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, I feel that I'm here. But in life, there are changes, you know, that, that I cannot control the things that are outside of me. Uh-huh. I can control what I decide to do, but I'm responsible for the consequence. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. so I think that the most important thing, because people, they get in a, they, they, they put themselves in a place where they need to have what they have. Like, I need to be the the father i need to be the brother i need to be this or that i need to have this or that and then something changes you know without they knowing and they feel that their world their world is completely lost or empty so i I would say that the main thing is like you know not feel attached to like material things you know titles Mm -hmm. if you feel attached like you know, I feel great when somebody tells me, like, you're a professional drummer, but I'm more than that. I think I'm beyond that. Wow. So if
0: one, yeah.
2: if one day, you know, somebody doesn't call me that way or somebody tells me, I don't like the way you play, or, I mean, that's their right. And, you know, that doesn't make me what they say, but that they can think, they can say whatever they want. You know, I live my life and I've known that I've accomplished what I needed to do with what I have. Right. I would well, say a lot, of,
0: a lot of people say put your identity in Christ and not in things. Yeah. So if you worry about, you know, having a Christ conscience and walking with God, all those other things don't really matter, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, so it's hard to do as humans, but it's yeah it's the best way to live, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's really hard because. Yeah. Oh most of the time we we fight for things and we have them and then we don't want to lose them or like you know yeah. give it away. You work so
1: hard for it, right?
2: Yeah, That's I mean
0: worked hard for that car <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. or whatever.
2: <laughs> it's like, like man, you're you're in a position where you have worked for 20 years and 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 to be able to say, you know what, I'm here to serve and I'm going to help these kids out and I'm going to if I have to give them something that I have, for example, they come to me and say, Mr. Pablito, I broke my sticks. I say, okay, just get my sticks. You have new sticks. You know? And not, not feel that, okay, no, these are my professional sticks. I cannot give it away just to a kid that I'm going to break it or something. Uh-huh. You know?
0: yeah.
2: I didn't feel, I mean, that's the way I see it. I respect uh-huh. anyone who is in another, uh, uh, you know, side of the world, but, but, I, I believe that that's the way we should live, uh, and, and, and and it's easier, I think. Yeah. You
1: know? well, we, we don't have a lot of time left. Do you want to give us a quick minute of your yeah, drumming? Let, yeah.
2: Let me show you something. For example, this this piece is something that you can put in your feet. I don't know if, if you guys are going to be able to hear it, but um, the idea is that I'm going to keep a rhythm with my left foot while I'm playing one of the drums that I'm going to show you, okay? So okay. I'm going to in my left foot, and I don't know if you guys hear what I'm going to be playing.
0: Yeah, I hear yeah, it. Yeah, hear it.
1: Loud and clear. That's, that's one. This
0: is a
2: Darbuka from the Middle Eastern. Okay, a little drum, yeah. What kind of drum is that? It's a Darbuka from the Middle East. Okay. So it sounds like this. so the idea is uh, and that's why i spent you know a lot of hours practicing is that i could be able to play a rhythm with my left foot keeping it and not changing and while that is happening i could be able to play for example the drum that i'm playing now that is the darbuka okay so the rhythm on my left foot will be i don't know if you guys are able to hear it but yeah. And on top of that, I'm, I'm I'm able to speak with you without changing the rhythm, and that's that's another part of the level that I'm you know trying to develop. And on top of that, I can play the darbuka.
1: That's awesome. Good job, my I friend. how How do people find you? How do they get to? Do you have a website?
2: Yeah, I have a website. It's Pablito drum They can find me online. Uh, on can you, it,
1: you spell that, Pablito?
2: Pablito drum. P a b l i t o drum. Like drum. D r u m. No s at the end. Sometimes people think that that is Pablito drums, but it's drum that net. Mm-hmm. That's my website. And they can also find me on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook, everywhere as uh, that Pablito drum. I have
0: one last final thought I want you to share with our audience. So now here you are, your Pablito drum. You know, you're doing your thing and you're famous, traveling the world. What do you say to your friends that didn't believe in you? Mm -hmm. And now here you are, because I'm sure you run into them at times. What do you tell these kids that have a dream in their heart? You know, if God puts a desire in your heart, it's for a reason, He'll see you through it. And it may not be exactly what we imagine, but it'll always be better. So what do you tell these kids that have dreams and they have those naysayers? Because we're always gonna have them. What is your advice to them just keep living their dream?
2: Okay, so And to
0: people, adults, you know, sometimes yeah. we reset yeah. a different career.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a, a, you know, a really strong question. And I think about that. I think every day and, mm-hmm. and, and I, I, the reason I think about that every day is because, you know, it's a commitment that we do when we wake up, you know, yeah. you living you living your life for 10 years in one way. And the next day you wake up and you do something wrong, you know? So we have to commit to ourselves every day and do the right things. For example one of my students he came to me and said look Mr. Pablito I found this game on the floor and I said did you buy it and he said uh, yes yes I buy it. I bought it no 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 I didn't buy it and I said okay so what that's what that means is that somebody who really paid for that game is looking for it. So the right thing to do is to return it to the to the office to the main office yeah. for that person to find it and he said yeah you're right and he went back to the office and he returned it the, the the reason i share that is because sometimes we you know we we tend to feel happy with things that we find but didn't cost us anything you know see yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. I think it's important that we value the things that that take us uh, uh, Time, that is hard energy, for us. Effort, yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think, and 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 also another uh, word that I would say is uh, or message is be careful with your thoughts. You know, for mm-hmm. the kids or for anyone out there, um, you know, you could be thinking that you have no value. You could be thinking what other people have make you feel. You know, but mm-hmm. is be careful, be careful because sometimes. You know, you're, you're just in the wrong, in the wrong place. You're taking something that is not you, you know, be careful with your thoughts. Be careful and, and just, you know, keep, keep going, no matter what you see, you know? Yeah.
0: Very very powerful powerful words. If you believe in yourself and you sow into your life that you will be successful. So congratulations. Congratulations. You are so inspiring.
1: Thank you so much for being on
0: our show. Thank, Thank you for you. being on our show. It was yeah, such honor.
2: It's my pleasure. I, I I hope to see you guys uh, soon. If you come to Miami, let me know, and and probably we can come to we can go to a Miami Heat game. That'll be fun.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, Jackie, for our audience, remember reset <laughs> because you deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs>